Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. 9.06 on the clock. Asia-Pacific markets are mixed this morning. Shares in Tokyo are seeing gains. The Nikkei is up two-thirds of a percent. Seoul is in the red, down half a percent. And Sydney is flat. Tech shares are in focus. Many coming under selling pressure after jumping earlier in the week. Joining me now for a deeper dive into the markets with a special look this morning at Chinese tech companies making headlines is Ryan Huang. It's Thursday, Ryan. How are you feeling? Happy Thursday, Michelle. All good? All good. So one day closer to the weekend is always good. <laughs> That's how you measure its happiness quotient, length of time to the weekend. Listen, Ryan, do you hear that? What are you hearing? TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok. It's the sound of our favorite social media soap opera. It's back with another episode today is the deadline. Is it the final episode? It's the deadline for the Chinese social media giant TikTok to finalize the sale of its US operations. So you tell me, what's going to happen within the 24 hours or so? What's the latest? All right, maybe the final episode for season one. So this is what's um, come up. We've got the deadline and this is the deadline Donald Trump set his administration calling for the divestment of TikTok's US business based on national security concerns. So, of course, that sparked off a whole matchmaking frenzy where TikTok tried to talk to Microsoft, to um, eventually Oracle. So that is now in limbo because there is no clarity on how to proceed right now. And the deadline has kind of passed. So what's happening now is TikTok is putting up a petition it has put up a petition to courts in the US asking for a discussion to take place effectively. So it's put up a, some legal papers, a 49-page petition to the US Court of, of Appeals to review Donald Trump's divestment order and to also try to unwind it, I guess. So that is what we have right now. And the ball is now in the court. All right. So it seems that TikTok sound I heard at the beginning of the hour may also be the sound of TikTok trying to run down the clock on the Trump administration. And for those wondering what a Biden administration policy towards TikTok might be, well, one of the US president-elect's advisors says it's just too early to say. All right, Ryan, let's stick with Chinese tech giants for the moment. We talked about Singles Day yesterday, 11-11. Ryan, did you do your part to contribute <laughs> to the frenzy? I did a bit. So a bit of grocery shopping, a bit of shopping for health supplements and some presents, early presents for Christmas. So oh, that's great. maybe that is one reason why we have a new record this year. Oh, you Again. bumped up the final tally. All right, yeah, what is it? Last year's record was $38 billion. <laughs> This year, we have... $75 billion. Wow. But we have to put things into context. Uh-huh. It is a very different year this time. And not just because of COVID-19, because Alibaba started the sales earlier. So there was a lead-up period of around three days where the so-called 11-11 sales already took place. So this factors in three extra days of sales. And they didn't really give a clear breakdown of what were the top sellers, but you can have a good guess. And where people stay at home right now, more mm-hmm. so than before, grocery shopping will be one. Uh, domestic travel is also picking up. So people buying tickets for trains or domestic tickets or tours mm-hmm. domestically in China was one uh, likely um, big market. Also, the raft of new devices, smartphones, laptops, possibly people staying at home, also boosting demand for electronics. So those were likely the big um, items. Yeah, the, those instant pot sales I've been driving up single-handedly, really. Yes, were you one of them? Haven't bought one yet. What are you Still waiting, waiting for? Still waiting for a price plunge. 
All right, uh, let's stick with uh, let's. You know, Alibaba shares plunged nearly ten percent. Yeah, in Hong so Kong that's trade a, yesterday. a bit of a contrasting fortune. So people selling Alibaba shares. There's still concerns about the impact of those new regulations, that right? The antitrust clampdown by mm. Chinese regulators. So down nearly ten percent in Hong Kong. Of course, the Hong Kong market widely broadly was also down due to uh, politics as well. And you also have um, overseas New York trading. We saw Alibaba, Alibaba stock price down 0.3%. So the I guess, fallout from the proposal from Chinese regulators on those rules to clamp down on monopoly powers is still being felt by Alibaba. Mm. Now, I want to move to Hong Kong. The entire slate of opposition pro-democracy lawmakers in the city's legislative council are set to resign today. This follows a move by China to throw four members of their camp out of the legislation effective immediately for not meeting a new patriotism requirement. So, the democracy camp says China's move means that the basic law, the one country, two systems approach that has governed Hong Kong since its return to China in 1997 is now dead. How are the Hong Kong markets reacting to this piece of news? Yes, so we had the Hang Seng Index down 0.3% yesterday and that really accelerated in the late afternoon trade. And this is off the back, of course, around concern how this might spill over into the domestic or rather the bilateral ties between the US and many other countries. So we've got Right now, the group of seven countries accusing China of violating the terms of its handover agreement with the UK. And you also have a lot of market watchers wondering what this means for US-China tensions. Because um, when Trump was in office, and he's, of course, um, still in office, he raised a lot of tariffs against China. But now with this in the picture, there is now less likelihood that the new president, who is likely to be Joe Biden, will be able to unwind or step back some of those measures. So he is left with a very hard choice now. He can't relax the US policy on China because he is not mm. uh, in favour of what's going on in Hong Kong. So this US-China tension and standoff is likely to play out for a long time to come. Gosh, mass resignation. So Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index is down about 7% year-to-date. It's a very different story, though, in Tokyo, where the Nikkei crossed the 25,000 mark this week for the first time since the early 1990s. So I was looking at the lead in a Bloomberg story, Ryan, and it put it this way, the pandemic has done what seven years of Abenomics could not, and that is push Japan's stock market index to its highest level in decades. So what is driving the rally? Yeah, COVID-19 has been an accelerator of sorts for many things and even for the Nikkei to do five. And it is now above the 25,000 mark like you pointed out in nearly 30 years. So what's really driving it is what we've been talking about this week, that that word of the week, rotation. And a lot of names on the Japanese stock market are cyclical stocks and companies, uh, companies that depend on global trade. And with the bounce back in, I guess, the... Outlook based on the vaccine news, uh, the good news from Pfizer. Mm. So that rotation was also lifting the markets in Japan as well. So that is great. And if you think about it, mm-hmm. in the past few months, even Warren Buffett has been splashing his cash in Japan, yeah. buying up five Japanese uh, trade houses uh, for $7 billion. Mm. So the Japanese markets really getting 
into position for that bounce back on the global economy. Yeah, so we know Warren's bullish on Japan, but what are analysts saying about the Nikkei going forward? Are they bullish? Okay, so we've got a couple of outlook reports from the likes of Nomura Mm -hmm. as well as Goldman Sachs. So Goldman Sachs has a target of around 27,200 for the Nikkei 2 to 5. Nomura is looking at 28,000. And these are levels last seen in 1990. And a couple of factors that will be, I guess, supporting this is the current administration is quite market-friendly. The new Prime Minister, uh, Yoshihide Suga, is likely to put out more fiscal monetary policies that will accommodate the uh, rise in or help the stock market rise further. So some of the sectors to look out for will be things like machinery, Mm. electronic components, precision manufacturers, and chemical and trading sectors. So these will be the sectors to watch in Japan. All right. So the Suga administration expected to contribute to a boost in Japanese stocks with their admin reforms and their monetary policies as well. Now, we've had a pretty consistent Asian theme on our program this morning. But before we go, I want to do a check on U.S. markets. The Dow was dragged down by American Express and Walt Disney overnight, right? Yeah, so it is a bit of a hitting the pause button on the rotation. So the start of the week, we saw growth and tech stocks being sold off in favor of the likes of Walt Disney and other companies that would benefit from the economy reopening Mm. due to the good news from the vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. So now there is a bit of a slight reversal. Tech names rebounded last night. So the likes of Amazon and Apple bounced back by over 3%. Mm. So it is... One of those things is going back and forth, but I think the idea or the long-term trend is starting to pick up. And this is the push for a rotation uh, into cyclicals away from tech. But in the short term, you will see this back and forth happening. So that is something to keep in mind, the fundamentals of what's going on, right? You've got the vaccine Mm -hmm. um, progress, that race really uh, showing some signs of, um, of good news. So that is likely to feel the rotation yeah, further. I mean, just look at and the this could play out for three to six have, months. Uh, bought tickets for Hong Kong, for example, all sold out aviation tickets. And that's here. right. So travel bubbles could also help raise the prospect for mm. markets as well. You've got the ASEAN summit happening today over the next few days mm. and they are talking about how they can reopen their economies for the um, year to come. So that could even be seeing more green lanes or travel bubbles open up in ASEAN, mm. which could in turn raise prospects of um, better economic hopes. Yeah, everybody looking at those cross-border openings with hope. Now it's time to check on the local market. The Straits Times Index continued to add on to recent gains in yesterday's session, rising about a third of a percent to 27.13. It's up nearly 8% over the past week. Very quickly, Ryan, I've got a minute on the clock. How's the STI doing this morning? All right, STI lasts on a three-day winning streak and it is extending those gains up 0.1%. One stock to watch out for is DBS. is trading ex-dividend, paying out 18 cents per share. Um, That is now down by... Five cents or 0.2 percent at twenty-four dollars, or rather, is down by 0.2 percent at two twenty-four dollars and twenty-three cents. And another stock to look out for will be Singtel. It just released its earnings this morning, and Singtel said its operating or underlying net profit for the first half fell by 36 percent, and it is right now trading flat. He's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin, and this is Market View. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg. 
or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.